This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you in part by Rosedale Communications, offering author-centric literary consulting, writing, and editing services to help you capture your voice, craft your message, edit your content, and publish your completed manuscript for business or ministry online at craftingyourmessage.com. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon as we get a fast-moving show with a fast-moving organization that's making an impact on students around the globe. We're talking about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. You can check them out online, fca.com, fca.com. So excited to have with us Seth on the line. Seth, how are you doing today? I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. So which part of the world do you come from, Seth? I come from Southampton, Pennsylvania. So I am right outside of Philadelphia, about 45 minutes. So, Seth, how did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Well, I was, um, I accepted Christ into my life at a young age, and uh, I came from an amazing Christian household, two amazing parents. Uh, I was truly blessed from that aspect. But as I got older, um, I started to kind of grow out of my faith and uh, was chasing early pleasures. And um, I actually rededicated my life uh, to at FCA camp um, this past summer uh, at our leadership camp down in down in Virginia, um, and that was that was definitely a huge blessing for me. And um, so, you know, I, I kind of had that defining moment where I, where I gave my life back to Christ, and uh, I've really been trying to take out the worldly pleasures and um, just just live a life according to Christ and shine a light for Him, so that if I'm going to be a vessel for Him and be be ministering to the youth, and then I really need to be serious in my walk with Christ. So, uh, overall, now, I Seth, him at a young age, but uh, I rededicated my life recently. So, Seth, was that camp while you were in high school or now that you're in college? Um, the leadership camp that I rededicated my life at was, um, well, it was just this past summer, and that was, uh, so, in college. I'm currently in college, so. Okay, uh, it very was, good. Yeah, college conference camp. All right, very good. So how did you get connected to FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Well, my dad got hired in around 2006. Um, and so ever since that, I was, I, was, I was young at that age. And growing up, I was a camper at different power camps and things like that. Um, um, as I grew older, then I transitioned into a huddle leader where I would work as a counselor for the camp and a coach for camps and things like that. So uh, I, I've been involved ever for, for a long time. Um, for probably close, I mean, over 10 years now. It's been so all throughout your high school years and everything? All throughout high yeah, school yeah, you're involved yeah, with Fellowship of Christian yeah, Athletes? Throughout middle school, high school, now college. So why don't we talk to people about Because we've got some people listening today that aren't real familiar with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I myself, not really an athlete in high school, heard about it, but wasn't involved with, with FCA in high school. But yes, it's been around that long. Don't make fun of me. I can't help it. I'm old. All right, talk to us about what is FCA all about? So SEA, they are they are seeking to impact athletes and coaches um, 
throughout pretty much throughout the entire world. And uh, what they are doing is they're using their platform through through camps, through ministries, through through outreaches, and they're using that to to reach students and coaches through through huddles. They, we go into schools. Um, and we do huddles where we gather where we gather up students, and it's either at the beginning of the day or at the end of the day, and we we do different activities and games, and and then we get to share gospels and kind of Bible study type of things and dig into the word a little bit. Uh, that goes on during the school year, um, and then during the summers, uh, we we do camps for all ages, pretty much. Uh, we reach younger kids through power camps, and then we reach um, high schoolers and even college students through different camps around the country uh, where where we use sports as a platform to to share the gospel and the great message of Jesus Christ and ultimately bring bring or make disciples of him. All right, so talk about you're at a camp right now, right? Yeah, I'm currently at Kutztown University Camp. And what kind of – are you running one of those power camps or one of those high school and college camps? Which kind are you running so, today? So right now this is this is the high school camp. So so we have all the huddle leaders are, are college, uh, most college athletes. Some aren't college athletes, but still huddle leading. And what we're doing is we each have a group of high school students, high school, middle school, or high school students. Uh, we have a group of kids ranging anywhere from around six. Some the some have sixteen. And what they're doing is they, they each have a sport here. Um, we have a variety of sports that they choose uh, anywhere anywhere from tennis to basketball. And um, they they go and do those sports throughout the day. They get some training there. But then we also have we also have chapels, uh, and we have different different huddles where we get to share the gospel with them. And then they get to hear a message um, every night from from our camp speaker. And, and it's been incredible so far. We've had a number of kids come to Christ, a number of kids asking questions, a number a number of kids just being exposed to the Word of God. And it's so awesome because they come from all over all over from different backgrounds and different situations. And it's so diverse and it's been awesome to see God work this week for sure. Hmm, I love it. Seth, I don't want to mispronounce your last name, but is it Bruner or Brunner? Bruner. Bruner. Yeah. Bruner. All right. We're talking with Seth Bruner today. He's a collegiate athlete with the fellowship of Christian athletes leading a the camp there in Pennsylvania today. Check FCA out online, fca.com. Seth, here's a question for you. So as you've been involved in FCA for a number of years, what's your, you're going to college, what's your degree going to be in? So I'm actually doing elementary education. Okay. So how is, how is, I'm sorry, interrupted you. So elementary education as well as what? A minor in Bible. Minor in Bible. Okay, so what college are you going to? Give them out a, a shout-out. I go to Karen University, Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Okay. All right, so how is FCA helping prepare you for your future mission field as an elementary teacher? How, how, does, how does FCA help you understand that your work as an elementary teacher is just as important as that of maybe a pastor or a missionary overseas? Yeah, right. Well, FCA has been a huge reason why I actually am in elementary education. Um, just getting involved with kids, being a camper, and then transitioning to someone who who works as a as a leader for these campers, um, it's been a huge blessing. And through that entire process, it kind of it really gave me a heart, not uh, specifically for the youth. And um, I really feel like FCA just working with these kids and seeing God transform lives, and being able to do something that that only God can do through me. Um, that really has inspired me to become an elementary teacher for, for younger kids because I feel like God has called me to to do that because I feel like there's a lot of there's kind of a trend um, where where these kids don't have a father figure or a male right. role model in their lives and it's been it's been incredible incredible for me 
um, through FCA to where they've inspired me to be that role model for them and be that uh, maybe even a father figure. And not only me, but, but to allow God to work through me to show them that even though they may not have a physical father on this earth, they, they have a spiritual father eternally. Um, so, and that's been something that, that's been a huge blessing for me. And FCA is definitely uh, a huge piece in that for me to, to get into elementary education and pursue that as my career. So in high school, what, what sports uh, did you play in high school? Uh, basketball. Um, yeah, basketball is my, it's my passion. Okay. All right. So how did you see, what, what kind of impact did you see from F, because of people's involvement in, in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA.org, FCA.org, how, what kind of impact did that make on your basketball team there in high school? Uh, so FCA, we, we started FCA at my high school, which is, is called Faith Christian Academy, a small Christian school. And, and FCA, um, they, they had an impact where, where we would, we would kind of meet uh, w- with different people, not only athletes, but we would get uh, people who weren't athletes in my school and kind of get that, that mixture. And it almost, in a sense, brought, brought people in the school together uh, for the same purpose, and that was to use our platforms uh, to lead others to Jesus Christ. And, and it could come through so many different ways. And, you know, through, through the sport, um, it was able to help me uh, – uh, lead others, or not lead others, but almost uh, be a light for others on the court through the way that I play. And it's cool because not only people on my team through FCA, but now people that I played against and people that I was once rivals with are now, we're now almost teammates with FCA through FCA uh, to lead others for Jesus, to lead to Jesus Christ. And that right there is something that, that has been a huge blessing to me is that FCA has not only united people in my school, but people that I play against and people that that I, that I fought against on the basketball court. We've now come together for the same ultimate purpose. So tell me this, you know, talk to the audience. There's probably a lot of parents listening, probably not a lot of kids listening. Why should their student get involved? Man, um, I would highly encourage them to get their students involved because FCA is so unique where you get kids from all over, from different backgrounds. Um, you get you get kids from from just so many different types of situations and, and they come together and FCA just gives them an opportunity to, to worship and, and believers, a believer or non-believer, uh, we get kids, just so many different kids and it gives them a unique opportunity to, to grow in their sport. Uh, we get, we have amazing coaches come from all over, but then also grow just as, as men and women uh, of God. And even if you're not a believer, it, you just get to hear so many inspiring stories and messages and, and build connections and friendships and relationships that go past touchdowns. My All brother right. who, who, who got married had men in his wedding that, who, that he met through camp. We got to run, Seth Bruner. Thanks for sharing your story about FCA. Check him out online, fca.org, fca.org. We all know how really impactful and formative our times are in high school and college and and sports had so much to do with what we do each and every day this segment of the show we're talking with maddie mulhall she is in she's from quakerstown pennsylvania she's involved with fellowship of christian athletes she's on location right now on a camp somewhere in pennsylvania i assume maddie mulhall welcome to i work for him thank you i'm happy to be here so where are you at in pennsylvania today we are in the small town of Kutztown, Pennsylvania, out in farm country. I'm farm looking country. at a cornfield, actually, from our softball field right now. So. Nice. So is that what you're, is that what you're working with kids, uh, teaching them softball today? 
That's yep, that's me. I just actually graduated from Shippensburg University, which is actually in the same conference as Kutztown, so I'm kind of on my rival field. Um, okay. The joy of the Lord is good. So we're out here uh, just teaching some girls how to love Jesus and love their sports at the same time um, and just to learn how to glorify Him um, in this opportunity that they get to have while playing. So, so did you play softball great. in high school and in uh, college? I did. I played in high school um, and I played in a pretty competitive travel organization as well. Um, and then had the opportunity to go and play at Shippensburg for four years, which the Lord really blessed me in. Um, it's a secular school, so really got challenged in my faith and how to be an authentic Christian, which um, I thought in my process of recruiting that I had to go to a Christian school because I thought that's what God wanted me to do. Um, but he turned it around on me and said, I actually want you to go here, and I want you to learn how to be authentic in your faith and um, learn how to be free in Christ and free in me and um, just really learn how to glorify me in any way you can. So what did that look like on your campus, being an authentic Christian? I mean, you, you, I mean, what, talk to us about when you led that out, because we've got a lot of people listening today who've got kids in college. I'm not, I'm not thinking the kids will probably listen to the, the podcast, and most of them are out in the workforce already. But as you had to learn, hey, this is what it looks like to really live out following Jesus in my college, when college campuses are typically not real in favor of Christianity. What did that look like on your college campus? Well, for me, it was interesting to be a part of a team um, in a dynamic where I was the only believer on my program. Um, and I think God really used that to be like, hey, I want you to take opportunities to talk about your faith, but not in a way that turns people away from me, but in a way that you're living your life and they see something different about you and want to know what that is and how they can be that. Um, and I was actually really blessed as well to have a fellowship of Christian athletes on my campus. Um, so we got to, I got to be in a fellowship of believers right away. Um, all kinds of different sports, all kinds of different classes, um, and just learn how to be Christians together. And I can tell you there's been multiple instances on my campus where um, something would happen or kind of trial would come our way, but we would be able to unite as a unit um, and really just kind of glorify the Lord through it together and seek what His guidance looks like for that. Um, so I was really blessed to at least have um, that ministry and on my campus because my, my um, development in FCA started um, in my freshman year of high school, actually, I okay. had never, I've never actually been a camper at an FCA camp, but I've always coached at them. So I started coaching softball when I was a freshman in high school at our power camps, which are for our youth age group, um, and got to really kind of learn how to not only play the sport, but how to communicate how to play it to a younger age group as well and help them enjoy it. Um, so getting on campus then and being able to be like a, a part of the ministry and um, a leadership role is there really challenged me to. Um, watch how I was on campus at all times because people are watching you at all times. And if so they talk, see you slip up, you're going to be the first one that gets called out for it. So. Well, and you get the first one to then to apologize and show them how real you are. How did you get connected to FCA in high school? I mean, what was, I mean, you were involved in the camps, but was there a, an FCA group on your high school campus? Well, it's actually interesting. I, uh, I grew up in a very God-fearing home. Uh, my mom's actually on staff at our church. Um, so grew up in the church, uh, but also had kind of become a good athlete at a young age. And our church actually hosted a Super Bowl night um, and did a panel with athletes and coaches and actually brought in Ted Bruner, who's our um, area director, um, to speak on this panel about being a Christian in athletics. And we were both on the panel together. And that was the first time I had ever actually really heard about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And then that, so that was the winter of my eighth grade year of high school or of middle school. And then going into high school, um, through Ted, found out that we had a, a Fellowship of Christian Athletes in high school that I was able to get plugged into um, and Very really build cool. that body of believers there as well. 
Hey, we're talking with Maddie Mulhall. She's on location in Pennsylvania right near a farm field, teaching some kids how to play softball and learning how to love Jesus at the same time. Maddie, how did you, you said you grew up in a God-fearing household. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus and get sold out like you are today? Well, I think like most kids, I'm, I'm a seven-year-old in um, kids club at our church, and uh, we were presented the gospel. And to me, uh, heaven sounded a lot better than hell. <laughs> If I'm plainly honest, hell sounded scary, and I didn't. It sounded like a place I didn't want to spend eternity. Um, so I had gone home that night and sat down with my mom, and uh, she actually ta- she talked me through this gospel from there. Um, and then I would I would argue that the next probably ten years of my life I lived um, as a Christian, looking at the Bible as a rule book rather than looking at it as, hey, when God says don't do this, He, he means don't hurt yourself. Um, and it wasn't until I actually interned with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes my, the summer after my freshman year of college, that God really was speaking to me, like, I want you to really give your life to me, and I don't want you to live in a, a state of legalism, but leave, live freely in the fact that my grace was sufficient for you, and that you are saved by grace through faith, and that you have the opportunity to really live for me without having to be perfect all the time, because I took care of that as your Lord and Savior. So once I kind of started to grasp that, that's when my faith, I really feel like, started to take off um, and became what it is now, where I can just give my life to God and have full faith that I can trust in Him to take care of situations that are outside of my control. So it sounds like FCA has had a huge impact. It sounds like your mom and dad had a huge impact, too. That's fantastic. Talk about, these, talk about the camps that you're at right now. Talk about how uh, you—I mean— how are you helping these young students to see Jesus living in you and have a good time playing sports at the same time? How, what does that all look like during the summer? Well, I would argue that my greatest joy about FCA is the people. Um, and that comes from our area directors. That comes from our coaches. Uh, that comes from our girls that we get to work with as well and how they just um, pour into your life. Like this this week, we, uh, we had huddle leader training uh, Saturday and Sunday and really got to just get poured into by our authority figures here through FCA who are God-fearing people that um, truly want to help us and be encouraged um, to serve this week so then we can, in return, pour out to our campers. Um, so right now we're actually about to start our second practice of the day, uh, and it's a little rainy here, but we're getting through it. Uh, but I would say probably one of the most impressive things that we do at this camp is called Doing Sports God's Way. And that's a full camp event in the morning. We bring the, the men and women together on the football field at Kutztown. And um, we're challenged to really do a workout, but focus on doing the workout for our Lord and Savior. Uh, so there's keywords that we say to each other. There's keywords that we're thinking in our minds. There's scripture that we're repeating to ourselves. Whatever it may be to really learn how to go in full effort um, and full throttle for Christ in our workouts, just like he went full throttle for us on the cross. Sure. Maddie, what's your degree in? You said you just graduated from college. What what kind of a degree did you get? Yeah, so I uh, I actually got my undergraduate in political science, and Stippenberg offers a coaching minor, so I uh, did that as well. And then I'll actually be going back in August at Stippenberg for um, my master's degree in public administration. Wow. So will we be seeing you on a presidential ballot, you know, <laughs> 18 years from now? <laughs> hey, if the Lord wills it, I'm full throttle, but I don't know that he will, so we'll see. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That is very, very cool. All right. So let's just talk about the rest of your summer. Are, are you working with FCA all summer long? I do. I've actually been very uh, blessed for the last, I think it's eight years now that I've been able to work pretty much my summers with FCA. 
Uh, so my region is, is pretty spectacular. We're up to the point now where we're doing four power camps, which are those youth camps I, I talked about earlier. Um, they're about five or six sports at the camp. We bring in coaches from the region and the area, um, local high schools that are willing to take a week off and just pour into these kids and just really teach them the basics of the sport and how to love it and live it for Jesus. So then when they go back to their teams, they know that they're playing for a greater power than themselves. Um, and that, to me, has been such an encouragement. And then uh, right now we're finishing up at Kutztown. we got a couple more days to really just pour into each other and enjoy our time here. Um, and then in July we have one of these power camps that I was talking about. In August we're actually going two at one time at two different churches. So we're going to – it's a jam-packed summer, but we're loving it. I love that. All right. So when, you know, we got a minute left, talk to me about how you're helping these kids understand that Jesus wants to be involved in all of their lives, not just their sports, but all of their lives. Hmm. Um, I think right now at this point in my life, I look at kind of the major moments and major moments where God was teaching me something. And in every one of them, I don't say this to be corny, but um, there was somebody through this ministry that spoke to me that was an impact in my life. That year that I um, was interning, I was in a relationship that was not um, healthy and was not honoring to the Lord, where the guy I was dating was not a believer. Um, and I was interning with Ted and Wanda at the time, and they were willing to sit back with me and just, without even knowing the situation, um, communicate to me what a godly relationship should look like. Um, and then also this, this past year, I actually broke my ankle playing softball at college in my senior year. Um, and Bummer. the amount of people that just poured in from this ministry um, was incredible. So I, I've been blessed um, to serve here. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. But uh, oh. <laughs> but Maddie, we, we've got to run. But Maddie Mulhall, thank you for calling in. Thanks for highlighting how FCA has made an impact on your life. Have fun this summer in Pennsylvania. And good luck. Well, hopefully we'll be voting for you sometime in the next 18 years. Maddie Mulhall with FCA. <laughs> but we're talking about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and here's why. So many of our students get plugged into sports both in junior high, high school, and college, and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes gives them a place they can plug in and meet other believers and learn how to live out their faith while they're playing their sports and live out their faith while they're going to school. We've already talked with a couple of students that are leaders this weekend or this week in Pennsylvania, and now we've got on the line with us Dave Eddings. Dave, welcome to our work for him. Hey, thanks, man. How's it going? Good. So which which part of the world are you calling in from today? Which part of uh, Pennsylvania are you in? So right now we're in Kutztown, Pennsylvania. It's probably, I don't know, 45 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Um, it's a Division II NCAA University. So uh, we've got a pretty big um, sports camp, multi-sport camp here going on right now. So, And tell, now, are you from that area, or which, which part of the world are you from? Yeah, originally I'm from Boston. Um, born there. Um, and then my dad's a pastor, so uh, he ended up taking a church um, in upstate New York, uh, near Binghamton, New York. Um, went to high school up there, um, and then went to college back at Eastern Nazarene uh, College in Quincy, Massachusetts, okay. um, where I played basketball and soccer. So that's kind of a little bit about me, I guess. And are you done with college now? I am, yeah. I graduated, uh, I guess, what was that, two years ago now. Uh, getting old. <laughs> well, kind of, yeah, right. Yeah, I'd like to compare age with you. What, what kind of a degree did you get, Dave? Yeah, so I have a religion degree, um, and then I believe, yeah, I have a religion degree and a minor in sports management. Nice. And what are you doing with that when you're not doing the camps for FCA? What are you doing with those uh, degrees today? Yeah, so uh, I just became an assistant coach um, for basketball at Eastern Nazarene College. 
I'm kind of just working through the process of starting that this year. Um, I interned last summer and last year a little bit with FCA, kind of just got my feet wet uh, a little bit deeper in the process of what full-time ministry could potentially look like with FCA. Um, so just kind of praying through uh, where God's leading me right now, kind of just trying to be slow and uh, wait on his timing. Very, very cool. So talk, Dave, how did you first get introduced to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Were you in high school or, or middle school or in college? When was the first time you got exposed to it? So it was actually the summer before my senior year of college. I had no idea what FCA was. Um, I was interning with a youth pastor friend of mine. Um, I was at his church, and the part of the internship was working at Power Camp, uh, where I was openly exposed to FCA, and God kind of took that and ran with it and combined my passion for sports and uh, youth and kind of tied them all into one uh, to help serve him and serve his kingdom. So how long had you been a Christ follower before you found out about FCA? Uh, so, like I said, my dad's a pastor, so I was exposed to the gospel at a young age. Um, but it wasn't really until probably my junior year of high school where I kind of started to get a feel for what does my own personal faith look like? What does it look like for me to um, follow Christ's lead uh, as a man outside of my parents' faith? So I guess you could say around my junior into senior year um, is when I really accepted the the challenge of picking up my cross and kind of following uh, Christ's lead. Um, yeah. Very good. Very good. Okay, so this week you're at a power camp. Is that what they're called, power camps? No, this is actually – so this is called a, like a multi-sport camp. Okay. Um, power camps are what are for like different uh, elementary school kids, essentially. Okay. Um, and they're kind of just day camps. Uh, this is an overnight camp, uh, okay. a week-long overnight camp for uh, multiple different sports, uh, high school-level athletes. And what sport are you focusing on? Uh, is it basketball or soccer? Yeah, this week I'm with basketball. Uh, I'm actually coaching basketball this week, uh, so that's a little different than I've done in the past, but it's a new experience and a, a different blessing for sure. So what, talk about your interaction with the students as you run this uh, this multi-sport camp there in Pennsylvania this week and you're focusing on basketball. Your interaction with the students, what is this, what is this FCA week all about for them? Yeah, so we kind of try to shape it um, in a way that the kids come to us. And so for me as a coach, uh, I get them for two, three-hour sessions. Um, and I kind of try to work them out, and we work on growing them as uh, athletes. Um, and that's so that's my first interaction with them would be, hey, I'm going to work on your basketball game. But then as I develop that relationship, uh, when I'm around their what we call huddles, which is like their quiet time with their um, essentially group of other students that they're traveling the week with. Um, as, I, as I'm around uh, the chapels, uh, they see me and we build a relationship, and I'm able to speak into their life in different ways have open conversations about where they're struggling. And then through those conversations, kind of relate it back to basketball and say, well, how, how can this drill that we're doing, how can you struggling in this apply to how they're struggling in life? And uh, it's just a cool opportunity to kind of use the ministry of basketball uh, to change someone's whole outlook on where they are with Christ. So. I love that. We're talking with Dave Eddings. He's on location in Pennsylvania today at a camp for a bunch of their high school kids then. 
All right, for a bunch of high school kids put on by Fellowship of Christian Athletes, you can check out FCA online, fca.org, fca.org. Dave, talk to us about those conversations you get to have with students. Can you give an example of one? Just change the name to protect the innocent, but give an example of some of the questions that kids ask you because they get access to Dave, the college guy. Well, they think you're probably still in college. Dave, this cool guy who's invested in them, what kind of questions do they ask you that allows you to lead them into a conversation about Christ? Sure. So I actually just had the opportunity to pray with a kid last night. Um, last night we talked about what it, what we'll uh, give up and kind of put down to kind of pick up our cross, essentially. Um, and so I kind of had a, a chance after everybody had left and this kid is kind of Hey Dave, hang on. Hey Dave, hang on a second. Yep. Your your phone kept keeps cutting out. So see if you can hold it a little closer to your mouth. That'd be great. And just talk about you. you we're talking to this kid last night, and then all of a sudden it got garbled on us. Okay, is this better? That's better. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was talking to this kid after chapel. Everybody had left, and he's kind of just sitting there crying, and uh, it's just really praying for an opportunity to kind of God give me something to say. Talk about whatever you want me to share with this man. So uh, I had the opportunity to ask him what he kind of put down um, for the Lord that day. And so he's just sharing. He said, I put down everything. And so we kind of got to unpack that a little bit. What does everything look like? Let's, let's dive a little deeper. Um, and let's talk about uh, things as men that we really struggle with. And so everything that goes into that, I won't go into specific details, but uh, I think as followers of Christ, we, we all share similar struggles, and so uh, it was it was a pretty cool conversation to be able to say, "Hey, man, this is where God's taking me from." Um, we all struggle along together, and and this is a journey, and we get to do it all together. And so it's important to put people in our lives who have, who've been there, gone through that, fought that fight, and kind of came out the other side with God um, better for it, and kind of put processes in place where uh, maybe we don't even have to go down that that struggle so yeah it was a good conversation and conversations like that happen after chapel they happen after practice uh i know we were doing a bed check last night making sure kids are where they're supposed to be and uh seth actually had the opportunity to really uh dive deep into a conversation about um with a young man about am i going to choose worldly pleasures specifically in college as i'm getting ready to go to college am i going to go to college to party Am I going to go to college and I'm going to try to really live for Christ? Like, what does that look like? And so uh, those conversations are happening all over uh, at all times of day. And it's just a, it's a cool place for it. How has you, I mean, I love that. And thanks for sharing that story. How has working this FCA job helped you understand more about God and more about how God really wants to be involved in those intimate details of our lives? Yeah, I think... God has first off ministered to me through FCA. Uh, I think that's, that's where my journey has started is that the ministry of FCA did a work in my life um, and is continuing to do a work in my life, uh, specifically through men uh, in the ministry pouring back into me um, and kind of allowing me to focus on the little details of my life. Like, Hey, God wants this area of your life before you can move on from it. And so we talk about uh, seasons and how, how our lives can almost be broken down into seasons. Right? Some seasons we struggle and some seasons we're really successful, but it's really about little details that leading up to those seasons that one get us through the season as well as allow us to succeed. So uh, the mystery of FDA is, is, is 
done through sports. And in sports, we talk about little details. And when I'm coaching, I'm coaching up little details, using the right foot, using the left foot, uh, come off the screen the right way. And I can almost hear God saying that at times, like, hey, that's not the right way. Like, maybe it got done, but that's not how we're going to do it. So, yeah, it's just a cool, cool ministry because uh, the little details are emphasized and related back to something that's already known by a lot of the athletes. So, so talk to the parents of their they got students in in high school, they got students in college. Talk to the parents about why they should encourage their kids the best way possible. What is the best way possible to encourage their kids to get involved with their local Fellowship of Christian Athletes group? Sure. So on the website, uh, you can look up your local staff member for FDA. Um, that would be the best place to start uh, to look to see where FDA is around you. Um, that could be within a mile. It could be within uh, a couple different counties. But uh, if there's not FDA where you are, FDA is always looking to come to you. And so that would be the way to start is go online and really find your uh, closest FDA staff member. Um, a lot of times, FDA is probably already in your school. Uh, so the next step would be join a huddle. We call it a huddle. It's really a Bible study, uh, either in the morning or at uh, after school. And uh, it's kind of just a fellowship of believers. They get to come around and you get to do life with, kind of talk about uh, what God's doing for you and where you're really struggling and how you have this passion to do uh the ministry that God's calling you to do. And so kind of just surrounding yourself with those, those other believers, those other athletes. Uh, and to be honest, you don't even have to be an athlete to be in FCA. FCA is open to everybody. Uh, I know some people will be like, well, I'm not an athlete, so maybe I can't do FCA. Well, FCA is huge. You don't even have to like sports. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> we love, we love people. And so if, if you love the Lord, we love you. Um, and we want to do life with you. You don't have to be an athlete. Um, Sure, we use sports because it's a platform that God's given us, and given us the talents and abilities. But right. if you're cool hanging out with sports people, I'm cool hanging out with you. Well, listen, I really appreciate you, Dave Eddings, for sharing some of your story, for sharing more about how FCA has made an impact on your life and how you're making an impact on other lives. Dave Eddings, thanks for calling into I Work for Him today. Yep, thank you. Yeah, you bet. As you just heard David Eddings say, listen, if FCA is not on your kid's campus, high school campus or college campus, they want to be there. Just invite them on. Fellowship of Christian Athletes online, fca.org. We know how formative those years of our lives can be. How much greater would it be to be involved with a group of kids who also want to pursue Jesus and pursue sports? fca.org. Hey, and if you've got suggestions of great organizations that are making a kingdom impact and really discipling people in walking with their faith, call our listener line. I work for him listener line 866-713-9675-866-713 work. All right. This segment we're talking with Jill Lotito. Jill, which part of the world are you calling in from today? Um, right now I'm from in Kutztown, Pennsylvania. All right, so you're at this multi-sports event where, where we've talked to everybody else today. Yes. Okay, so what sports are you working with there this week? This week I have the privilege of working with um, basketball girls from the ages of seventh, well, from seventh grade to 12th grade. Okay. All right, so what, what is, uh, are, you, um, are you in college? I am. I go to Springfield uh, College in Massachusetts. Okay, all right. So, and what is your degree? What degree are you pursuing? I'm studying athletic training and pre-medicine. Oh, serious stuff. 
All right. So, wow. And pre-med. Wow. So what is you, what's your long-term goal? Where do you see, what's the calling on your life? What do you think God wants you to do when you uh, get done with all that schooling? So at first I went to school freshman year, I'll be a senior and freshman year I like loved athletic training. I spent so much time um, in sports my whole life and with my athletic trainer and we had such a good relationship. So I went with the athletic training room and the more that I was learning about athletic training, I fell in love with it, but there was just some things that athletic trainers can't do and I want to do more with medicine. So I decided to add the pre-med on so that I could maybe have a chance to apply to med schools in the future and maybe become an orthopedic or orthopedic surgeon. I like surgery. I've sat in a couple of them. So um, I feel like God's calling me to do that because he's opening some doors for me. And so I'm going to try to pursue that. Wow. I love that. All right. So let's step back for a minute. Jill, how did you come to be a follower of Jesus? So um, my father is Robert Lotito, which is kind of a big name in FCA. Um, He was on staff in New Jersey. That's where I'm originally from. And um, my, so my parents were always involved with SBA, so I grew up in a Christian household with them. And um, so I, I knew who God was. I went to church, all that. But um, where I really accepted Jesus into my life was my dad, when I was like 13 years old, was diagnosed with multiple myeloma, which is um, a type of blood and bone marrow cancer. And it was just a really rough, like, dark time for me. And... Um, he basically went through a stem cell transplant, and I got over some health issues and depression, and uh, he, was, he became cancer-free, and um, that was like a really like life-changing movement for me, and I think that's when, really when God became real to me, and I really accepted him as my Lord and Savior then. So. That's fantastic. And your dad's still doing good today? Um, unfortunately, we just found out like a week or so ago that his cancer has relapsed, so or might be going through it again, but he was good. He was cancer-free for about six years, which is God willing he was. So we're hoping for good results again. <laughs> mm, wow. That, those are tough times. And it, it does just, when we go through those times of adversity, boy, it was putting our, it, it stretches us and puts us in a place where God just draws us close. So just draw close to him. Uh, that's a tough one. Talk to me about how you got it connected to the fellowship of Christian athletes. Um, again, yeah, I said my parents um, really brought me into it. I was going to camps when I was in a little stroller, and here actually, <laughs> Kutz, yeah, here at Kutztown University is like actually where it all started. I used to come. My parents would bring us. My dad's been a football coach his whole life, so he coached football here at Kutztown University, the SDA camp over here. And my mom's just been um, a part of the ministry with like the women's ministry and stuff. And um, sports were a really big part of our life, so we would all come to camp as a little kid and I would scooter around campus and join random sports when I was needed. And, um, so that's how I got involved with SBA. So it's been a really big part of my life, my whole life. Wow. Okay. So Jill Lotito, now you are investing in high school students, teaching them, well, you junior high and high school students, teaching them basketball this summer. Why are you spending your summer doing this? I actually look forward to this, this part of my summer every summer because it's, First of all, the group of other counselors that are here are just real college students who may be struggling with some things that you've been struggling with, and it's just a good networking system for us that we're not alone here. Like, this is hard to be a Christian, especially in colleges, and um, so it's a good networking system for that. But for the kids, like, the kids actually change, I think, my life more than I change theirs, to be honest. Um, they, their stories, they come from really bad homes and 
girls' basketball is always like the inner, inner city kids, and they're just like hardcore, and they just need people to love them. And um, I love impacting people. I love touching them maybe with my story, and a lot of them come from those broken homes. And coming here this week, that you become such a big role model, and it makes you feel so important and like worthy and stuff that that you matter and that like your story with God and how you met God could be like what changes their life and how they meet God. So you have an opportunity to share Christ with them, which is they're like, we're like role models to them and like idols. Like, like I don't play college basketball anymore, but um, even so, like I'm like a superstar to them. Like I'm a professional athlete. Like they look up to me like that. So it's just really rewarding to come here and, and meet new girls and hear their story because it honestly changes you more than even than more than you would think it would. So talk to us about some of the conversations as an FCA coach this summer. Again, people, you can check out FCA online, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, fca.org. We're talking with Jill Lotito. Talk, Jill, about some of the conversations you get to have with some of these young ladies who are at these camps and the kinds of questions they're asking you about Jesus. So a lot of them um, don't get the concept of that Jesus, like, first loved us, and that's what held them on the cross. And um, a lot of them have never felt love before, so they just don't understand how someone who maybe is a fictional character in this book that we read um, could love them and maybe thought of them. And um, a lot of the time, this is the first time they're ever hearing about Jesus, so they, they have a lot of, like, those questions like, who is God? Like, what is the Bible? Like, how do you pray? Like, little questions like that. But then also it gets deeper. Like, like, hey, I'm still, my dad's never been around. He's in jail. Like, those type of questions. Like, why, why was that? Why do I, why do I not have a dad? Like, I struggle with girls, especially. Like, there's a lot of daddy issues here. And, like, God is the Heavenly Father. And he's a dad to us. And they, they don't understand like questions like why their dads left them and stuff, but that the fact that they can have a father is like kind of like, it's like a, um, it's like a journey of them finding like a father too. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, different questions on um, nowadays, like with homosexuality and like FDA does a good, really good job of prepping us with um, like certain scriptures and stuff to deal with that. But um, a lot of the times it's just like that how can we be loved by something that's like maybe fictional or like sure. well, who is God and stuff like that. So talk Jill about the, you know, the value of FCA to these students. Talk to the parents that are listening today because uh, the majority of the audience are, are people that are going to have kids or they already have kids and they're going, well, I don't, I never knew about this fellowship of Christian athletes or I heard about it, but I didn't encourage my kids to get involved. Why should students, you know, whether they're in junior high, high school, college, why should they get involved in FCA? Um, FCA does a really great job of incorporating um, sports with the ministry. So, obviously, it's ministry around sports, but um, say for women's basketball here at Cutstown, like, we're constantly doing drills, constantly doing teamwork aspects, and we relate it right back to the Bible and, um, and those type of values. Like, um, today we did, uh, like, different devotionals on a family and like family strong and like talking about teammates and how we're a body of Christ and that we all have different roles, just like a team in like basketball. So you have five people on the court. You all have to work together in order to 
make that basket or get the ball back on defense. And if one person's not doing their job, then it breaks down, and that's just like the body of Christ. So they do a really good job of incorporating the Bible to each fundamental skill of each different sport, which is kind of great. So you would recommend, highly recommend FCA for anybody that's got a student in high school or in college? Yes, 100%. Mm, I love that. Jill, and I love how it's impacted your life, and I loved how it set you on this trajectory for sports medicine and potentially medical school. Jill Lotito, thanks so much for calling into I Work for him this afternoon. Thanks for sharing your FCA story. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. All right. That's Jill Lotito. She's on location in Pennsylvania with a bunch of kids. Thanks a lot, Jill. Have a great day. All right, so as we've talked about FCA today, as we close out the show, I want you to just, you know, as school, you know, it's a couple more months, everybody's back at school, check out your local FCA chapter, go to fca.org, fca.org, find out if your kid's school's got an FCA chapter, if not, call FCA, see if they're willing to start a chapter, and if your kid will be involved, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA. O-R-G. I want my thanks out to Seth and Dave and Jill and Maddie today for sharing their story. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. 